Welcome to the Plentiful Goddess Podcast. My name is Jessica Karabad and I'm a holistic coach for women, certified vegan nutritionist, fitness trainer, yogi, and Raki master. I have coached hundreds of women worldwide and I made it my mission to help women from all around the world transform their lives and health in ways they didn't think was possible. If you're looking to uplevel your health, learn about the best practical tips on vegan health and fitness, master your menstrual cycle, improve your relationship with food and so much more so that you can reconnect with the powerful woman that you're meant to be, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is for you to help you step up your game, reconnect with yourself as a woman and elevate your health and life. We are going to have so much fun in this podcast. Are you ready? Let's begin. Hello and welcome to the Plentiful Goddess podcast. I am so excited for this episode. I invited my wonderful client, Sophie, into this podcast. I really wanted her to come on because I just remember our very first call that we ever had and I remember our very last call that we had. And guys, this person, she has become a complete new human being, it feels like. And you're going to know what I'm talking about when you listen to this episode. But truly, I think her story is so inspiring for you to listen to, to see that the foundation of it all, no matter what it is that you want in your life, if you want weight loss, if you want to have a healthier, happier life, you need to learn to love yourself. And it's always so easy to say it right it's always like oh yeah you have to love yourself but truly she embodies it now and she embodies it fully and wholeheartedly no matter what happens no matter what people say to her she has become so powerful and it's just really incredibly inspiring to listen to her so i would love for you to just really lean back, go on a walk, wherever you're at listening to this, you're going to feel so inspired because you're going to just feel like this is possible for me too. And I know it is. Before we get into it, as always, I want to give you a reminder that I have my coaching program called the Plentiful Goddess Program, where I will help you within four months to transform your health and your life. Sophie has been part of it and she's going to share her experience working with us in the program. And if this sounds interesting to you, make sure you click on the link in the show notes, you apply, we hop on a quick call and we get you started on your very own transformation journey. But now without further ado, have fun listening to this episode. All right, Sophie, I am so, so, so excited that you're here with us at the Plainful Goddess podcast. You have now worked with me for four months and your transformation has been incredible. And I'm so excited that you're here with us to share your story. So if you could go ahead and just tell us about yourself, who you are, where you're from, everything that you would like to share with us. Okay. So I'm Sophie, I'm 34 years old, um, and I have lived in Berlin, Germany for the last 10 years. Um, before that, I traveled to New Zealand and uh, was I've always been very adventurous and out there and tried to explore the world a lot. Um, yeah, I'm married. I have a little dog called Lenny, who's very cute, always featured on my Instagram. Um, <laughs> 
yeah, and that's right now I don't have a job. Um, I have been a teacher for 10 years and I left my job this year, which I'm sure I'll probably go into <laughs> later when we talk about the program a bit more. Um, and yeah, I've really enjoyed the last four months. Um, I really needed it in my life at that point. So yeah, I'm excited to, to be here and to talk about it and to explain why this journey was so important for me. Yeah, yeah, I love that so much. And, and what I love about your story is that um, I've told you already before, I've seen you around on my Instagram for a while. <laughs> And I know we've been in touch here and there a little bit and like you've been liking some of my content. And then I remember um, I saw you in my stories and I went on your account and I was like, I've seen her around. And then in a weird way, you messaged me, you were like, just tell me more about your program. So I would love for you to tell us what was the turning point for you where you decided, okay, I'm going to reach out to Jess now. It's been a while. I want to really change my life here. Um, yeah, it was um I was actually on the tram on the way home from a therapist session um because I'd followed you for over a year I kind of knew a little bit about what you did um and what was really prominent to me is that when you go on your Instagram it's all very positive language positive mindset and the way you wrote just really uh, resonated with me so I, that's why I continue to follow you because I do kind of unfollow a few like fitness uh, sites um, because it makes me feel bad, but your site never made me feel bad about myself. It was always very positive and um, focused on women. So I've always uh, I've followed you for, I think about two years actually. Um, and I think we first started uh, messaging when I first kind of got a depression when I moved away from Berlin for a little while and we messaged a little bit then. Um, but I think what held me back at that point was just not being in the right mindset to, to get help. Um, and when I moved back to Berlin and I went into a teaching job again, it just, I burnt out pretty much directly. Um, I'd had depression for three years. I, this is my fourth burnout um, in the 10 years that I've been teaching. Um, I just felt underappreciated. I hated um, basically myself. Um, where I was in my life um, yeah and I decided okay I need to go back to therapy this is uh, something that I have to do to heal myself and I sat there in the therapist's office and she was asking me about my childhood and about this and what happened in my life and I was talking about everything and being very emotional and crying and I walked out of there and she didn't give me anything to reflect on and I was like this is ridiculous. I'm coming out of a therapist's office again, emotional. I, I'll probably end up in bed for three days, not being able to move because I'm so in these emotions and there was no kind of closure on that session. So that's when I messaged you on the tram on the way home. <laughs> and I was like, tell me about your program because I knew I had to do something different than sit in a therapist's office and kind of wait for answers that takes years to come. Um, I just wanted to stop the pain of depression. I was so over it. I was, you know, I've been, I was diagnosed with depression at 16 years old. So I've been through a lot with depression and anxiety, but I wanted something different. I couldn't do the same process over and over again because nothing was changing. Nothing was going another way. And I just saw that your approach was 
very different and very positive and very focused on prompting questions and you know how would you feel about that and yeah that's when I asked for the first call um and I just knew that something different had to come so that's why I kind of decided on coaching rather than therapy yeah I think this is such a bold move to take because um I think in on one hand therapy can help so many and it really depends where kind of what you said where you're at in your life what you've tried so far who you talk to how the therapist approach is um but one thing that stood out to me, what you said, is that you can't expect different results while you do the same thing over and over and over yep. again. And I think this is where you realized I need to try something different because I've tried it all in a way. And if it's and it's always been kind of the same thing over and over again. And this clearly hasn't been helping me. And I think stepping outside of... Um, this 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 mindset and allowing yourself to be open-minded and see what other opportunities are out there is not always so easy for people because we we have this I think still coaching in a way is still a very like people still look at it from a weird perspective of like why do you need a coach like rather go to your therapist or whatever get it covered by insurance all of those things um but I would love for you to know like what was it about the first conversation that you and I had that made you decide to join? Because I know there was a lot of things that you shared. Um, what made you feel different about joining this coaching program instead of continuing the way that you did before? Um, so you know me, like I'm journaling constantly and I journaled about this the fir- after the first session like the pros and cons I wanted to know because obviously if you're going to invest in yourself and in a program I wanted to make the right decision and I'd literally written that what I felt was so so good about that first conversation is you are a complete stranger to me I know you from Instagram that's it so I think we have the one connection that where we live but you know that's the only thing and you know straight away you gave me space to be vulnerable and it's nothing about something that you've learned or you've you've done so much and you've learned so much you've been schooling you've got your um like degrees diplomas whatever it's not that's not what's special about you and your program what's special about you and what you did in that first hour that we talked that's something that comes from your heart and your soul that you give like kind of the the space for someone to be vulnerable and that's what I needed that's what I was looking for I wasn't looking for you know someone to give me a psychological analysis on what's going on in my brain I didn't want any science I wanted someone to be there and even though you have all of these qualifications it's your person that is so it was so important to me and basically when I was talking to you and the way that you look the at me through I know it's through a camera but the way that you connected with me in that moment that was when I decided okay I'm doing this it wasn't one thing you said or one thing you did it was literally the connection straight away um, because it's just a very warm warm program that you've created something that's very special 
and um, I really appreciated the the chance to be vulnerable with a stranger because it is different. You know, I can go and sit and cry to my husband for two hours, but it's different from somebody else. You know, you get that different perspective and um, someone from the outside looking in who's got their hand on your back and going, go on, girl, go on, you can do it. Get there. And yeah, that's kind of straight away. You gave me that. And um, that just made me want to do the program. Yeah, thank you so much, Sophie. You have no idea how much this means to me. And this is really like the best gift that someone that has been putting what you said, my heart and soul into this, receiving these kind of words really means a lot because that's what I'm here for. I don't care about reaching a million people. I care about reaching the right people like you um, that are truly ready to hear the message as well. And I remember one thing that you said to me um, while we were talking in the first session, you're like, I'm done what you said, being analyzed. I'm done talking about my past. I'm done constantly understanding what exactly caused this and this and this and this, but you were so ready to move past that and start to take control of your life again and to, to look forward to the future and to look forward to who you want to become instead of constantly staying in the past because this is what you've been doing and this is what usually causes people to, to feel sad, to feel in a place of depression or to not feel like they can't change anything about their lives because their past has been controlling them so much in their present, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to add something to that about like, what has been different about the coaching aspect for you and, and the call? I mean, the thing is like, I know, I know a lot about nutrition. I know how to train. I know like how to, um, how to lose weight if I need to lose weight but nothing that I knew was working. And when you told me like about the cycle and cycle sinking, that really, um, it surprised me in a way. I, I knew that, you know, women are different. We are completely different beings. I know we're different from men. And I know it's a prominently um, male-based society, what we live in. Um, and I know, you know, I've had times in the past where, at certain points in my cycle, men have turned around, oh, you're so emotional. Just go and take 10 minutes. You're so emotional. Um, but I think what you were talking about in the first call, when you said, you know, if you do it this way, if you really take your time, you're consistent, you, you sync your cycle and, um, and you really understand your body, then things are going to start to fall into place. And I was ready in that moment to, to try a different way, a different method, not a method that's based on, okay, you have this diagnosis of depression. This is you. You, you are going to deal with this for the rest of your life. I don't want to deal with it for the rest of my life. So I need to do something different. And the ways that you were talking about the program, the different techniques that you used, I just feel like um, this is something that that if you learn, even if you fall a few times, it doesn't matter because they're techniques that you're going to come back to and it's going to help you get back there again, back on track, back to your way. And um, definitely 100%. I, when I first started the program, the, the cycle sinking was kind of secondary. Um, I told you this, like I, I thought it was very interesting um, and I thought, you know, 
but the first thing is losing weight or this or this, my goals. Um, but really the cycle symptoms really helped me to um, appreciate what part of, of it I'm in, to be kind to myself in that time. And um, yeah, so the way that you, you explained that at the beginning of the program, you're going to feel completely different. I promise you, you're going to feel amazing. And yeah, you were right. So I do feel amazing <laughs> after the four months of doing this. Yeah. Everything that you say is just so on point. And um, one thing that stood out again is what you said that you're a fitness trainer yourself. You know what to do, what not to do, let's say in the fitness industry, like, or in the fitness world in order to achieve those goals, you know, all of that. And the truth is the majority of people know that to an extent we know Movement is great than sitting on your butt the whole day. We know an apple is going to be better for you than eating fries, right? We know all of those things, but why we don't do that, you know, it's not that we, um, we don't know how to, there's something else that is holding us back. And a lot of people like you, right? We have the initial goal. Okay. I'm going to lose so-and-so many pounds or so-and-so many kilograms, and then you realize, oh, wow, there's something so much more that I actually need to first look at. Because I remember you told me you thought the weight loss is going to help you get out of depression and feel happy again. Yes. Why would you say the inner work that we've done is the foundation before you do all of the other external stuff? I think if I hadn't have done all of the internal things that we do, I could, could be uh, 12 kilos less and still be depressed. Um, your happiness doesn't evolve around your body. So I think that's like the biggest thing that I've learned. I've lost weight, but I've lost two kilos. It's, I had the goal of 12 because at 12 kilos was the last time before my last depression. Um, but when I look at everything that I've been doing, the embodiment, the shadow work, the um, breath work, the meditation, every, all of these different techniques, I was unhappy 12 kilos less. I just wasn't as unhappy as I was in the last depression. <laughs> so, you know, depression is, a, is a, a really difficult illness because it creeps up on you and you don't really know what's happening until it completely envelops you and says, you know, I've taken you and you are not going to get out of bed for days on end. So even though I was less weight at that point, that was actually the point of the beginning of the next depression for me, the next phase of depression, which was three years long. And now I can say I'm still 76 kilo. I should be less in terms of BMI, as they all say, but I look great in my swimming costumes that I'm taking on holiday next week. I feel great. I look in the mirror and tell myself I'm sexy, I'm beautiful, I'm powerful, and I believe it. And that for me is more worth than a number on a scale that nobody else sees. You know, you're the only one seeing that. So I really made a point actually 
I talked to you and to Annie about this and I didn't, um, I really didn't measure myself through the whole thing. I weighed myself a few times, but I didn't measure with the tape measure because I really noticed, I think it took me a some time to notice on the program because I was so focused on that number on the scale and it took a while to get away from there but once I'd realized it I was like damn this is not about the number on the scale this is really about a mindset and I am beautiful and I am you know a woman and I have curves and that's me right now and that's where I am in this journey and I think that that's one of the biggest things that has saved actually myself from depression is loving myself again ah so much good stuff that you just said there and I think when people have not yet been through the journey that you've been through they're not fully going to get it yet because they've not done the program in this way right so I think if someone would have told you this before the four months you would have been like Oh yeah, sure. But I actually want to lose weight. (laughs) That's actually going to be good for me. And what the majority of fitness coaches, weight loss coaches, fitness industries, like all of those people don't talk about is that especially we women, we hold onto emotional baggage as well. The weight on the scale or what you're holding onto in the majority of cases, it has nothing to do with actual physical weight loss that you need to eat healthier and work out more. Um, Of course, that's an aspect of it, but the majority of it as to why you're holding on to that weight is deeper and asking yourself, why did you get there in the first place is also very powerful because I speak about this as well within, um, within the program of the example of, um, the TV show, The Biggest Loser, right? It's like these very, very overweight people come to the TV show. They can win a prize when they lose a lot of weight in a very short amount of time. And research has shown that two thirds of the people, once they lose the weight, they gain it back on and one third gain even more weight back on. So what does this mean for our society? What does this mean for a whole weight loss fitness industry? That this is not the sustainable approach. This is not the way that it should be. Um, And I do think that it takes a little bit of time for people to realize that um, we as society need a different approach to health and we need to look at it holistically. And I do think, I don't know, I don't know what you think. I do think it's going to grow even more um, what we do and the way that you work through it. And I hope that more people are going to understand and wake up that it's not necessarily about the perfect weight, but it's about really understanding yourself first and loving yourself and coming from a place of self-love because now that you are at a good, healthy place inside and out, The goals that you have now, if it's weight loss, whatever it is, it's going to come so much easier to you because you no longer have that, that weight weighing you down, not in the physical sense, but in the emotional sense, right? In the mental health sense that is like lingering around there all the time, right? Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, I actually journaled this uh, a few days ago as I was like kind of evaluating the four months I've had 
and I was like, you know, I've lost two kilo, which is great. And I'm happy with that right now. Um, but I've actually lost around 50 kilo of emotional blockages, pain, baggage, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've worked through so much. I've worked through things that, you know, I have told you so much of my personal things that have happened to me in my life, things that, you know, I, I don't tell all of my friends or, you know, things that are very, very personal, very deep. And the fact that I had the space to do that was a gift to me. And I'm so very grateful for that. Um, But I do think that one of the biggest things that changed was this pressure to go to the gym, pressure to eat perfectly, pressure to do everything. Because, you know, you open Instagram and it's there. It's literally like, um, here, this is my transformation, transformation Tuesday, throwback Thursday, all of these things that are kind of in your face. This is how you should be. You should do this. Oh, you're seven kilos overweight. Well, you need to do this because look at how I did it. This is how I did it. I did a juice cleanse for 10 days and, you know, pooped it all out, whatever. (laughs) But it's just insane that, you know, we can, we actually live in a society that actually, I would say a lot of people are standing up now. You know, you've got body positivity uh, coming through. But I also, on that side of it, I love the side of body positivity. But on the other side, that's becoming also quite toxic when people mm-hmm. are saying things like positive vibes only, um, no drama llama, things like this. <laughs> it's just, for me, it's not true. It's not authentic. It's not, it's yes. actually healthy to cry. It's actually healthy sometimes to be two kilos too much. Um, you go to the gym and there's all of these teenagers there, you know, with their Instagram page open, trying to copy a workout from whoever. And the technique is all wrong. They, because, and it's unhealthy, you know, because there's not a coach there standing next to them saying, you know what, at this age, do this way, do it this way. It's slower, but it's consistent and it's healthier. So there's, Mm -hmm. it's literally about how can I get to the next step quickly instead of what is going to be healthy for me, healthy for my mindset, healthy for my body, healthy for my rest time. There's no balance. And I think that's what's what's quite sad about the, the society which we live in. Everything's fast paced. It's got to be done now. And I think that's what I loved about the program. That's one of the biggest, biggest positive things of the program was it was my time. This is all in my time. I decided after maybe the first or second month, my focus was mental health. I was so done with, you know, um, going to the gym every day. Come on, I've got to go to the gym every day. And it was something that Annie had said to me. She said, Sophie, I am a fitness trainer too. And I know what I'm talking about when I say I strive for movement every day. If you walk the dog, that's your movement. And if your body says, sit down, then sit down. And it was just that sentence and it just clicked. I was like, I don't want to go to the gym. And I literally, I don't often go to the gym anymore. I've got a TRX band at home. I've got my booty bands and it's enough for me right now. Yeah. You know? So this is, I think. It's so powerful. And I do think um, two things. 
a lot of women struggle with guilt. They're like, oh, I haven't like, for example, me, I haven't been to the gym now. I haven't worked out in two and a half weeks because I came home from a trip, got sick immediately. (laughs) I was sick right after I got sick. I got my bleed and then I was bleeding. And so it's been two and a half weeks since I really have not done anything but walking and thinking about like who, how I would have reacted five years ago or six years ago. Oh my God, I would have felt so horrible about myself. I would have felt like I gained 10 kilos and I look so bad and everything is whatever. And I'm just like, no, this is not how it's meant to be. And the second aspect to it, I think why, um, why this shift is so big when, when you work um, with the approach that we do is because also of the, of the cycle sinking stuff that we talk about, right? Because we, as women, we are not meant to work out at the same intensity every single day. We're not meant to uh, push our bodies every single day. And the, the women that do in the long run have health problems, lose their periods, have, a, have irregular periods, get other problems, you know, are extremely fatigued, tired, all of that. Mm-hmm. And you've been there, you've had a burnout. I've had a burnout. We know how it feels to then even take more time to get out of it and get yourself back to normal. And I think when from the start, you can sync with your cycle and understand your body, you have that awareness of what's going on and what your body is truly craving right now. That's the most powerful tool that you can have. Kind of what you said as well, when you wake up and you're like, no, today, I, I truly do not want to go to the gym. This is not what my body's craving right now. I rather go on a walk. I rather do a hit workout at home. I rather do a booty bed workout at home. Whatever feels right for me right now is really the best approach. And I think what you said is like, especially young women are so easily um, influenced by influencers, by social media. And I've been there too. I'm sure you've been there too also where, you know, even I have like two old YouTube videos, they're still up, which is maybe not good. Um, I like copied this, this influencers diet and this influencers workout plan. These two videos were the best performing videos on my YouTube. They got like over 90,000 views or something because people are crazy about that stuff. People love to know like, Oh, that you know, Instagram model, what's her workout routine? What's her meal plan like? And people then copy, hoping that they're going to get the same body and shape as her. Super, super toxic, super bad for your mental health and overall well-being because you're so different, Sophie, than I am. And we have such different needs. And I would never tell you to do the things that I'm doing because you're you and I'm me. And it is the way it is, right? So I'm glad that you're, that you're touching on that as well. Um, I would love for you to share a little bit. What has been your biggest discovery about yourself within this program? Oh, that's hard. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many. Um, Yeah. I think to be honest, the biggest thing that was, the most difficult for me but the one that I am most proud of I always was people pleasing and uh, trying to be there for everybody else Um, and it never benefited myself it was never something that even though I like to help people 
I didn't, it wasn't helping me in mm -hmm. any way. Um, so one of the biggest achievements, and I have written this down, that it's at the top of my achievement list, um, I've put myself in the center of my own world. And that for me is the biggest achievement because I have never thought that I was good enough to just focus solely on me and put all of my belief in myself. Um, and because I have gone through all of these you know, different processes that, that is in the workbook and all of these exercises, I have learned to love myself in a way where I believe in myself. Um, I said I was going to talk about my job. I literally, this last year, we'd already been working together, I think, for about three or four weeks. And I messaged you saying, I'm back at work, but after the burnout, but actually I'm not feeling it. Like I'm being bullied. Um, I'm being spoken to really badly. Nobody is supporting me. And you message back saying, you are so much more than this. You need to set your boundaries. And I tried to set my boundaries and they were crossed time and time again to a point where the last meeting that I had in my manager's office, I literally stood up and I said, thank you so much for the time here, but I do not need this at all. And I walked out, I put my stuff in my bag and I walked out to the school and I've not returned. And it was the most powerful thing I've ever done. Um, because I decided to put myself first. This teaching career was supposed to be maybe one or two years. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be 10 years. So I've been in a job for seven, eight years that I don't like. Um, and now I'm not gonna go and get a new job. I'm gonna try and work on my own goals and my own self-employment and try and figure my way out that way because I believe in myself. So really the biggest achievement is putting myself first because without filling up my own cup, I can't ever help others fill up theirs. Yeah. So yeah. this is one the biggest thing that I've, I've done. Mm -hmm. And in four months, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you think about it, it is, yeah. it is pretty crazy because four yeah. months in the, in the, in the terms of a like a lifespan is a very short amount of time. But yeah. one thing that I said this to you already yesterday and over, overall throughout the time that you've been working with me, um, you've truly dedicated yourself to this and you're the living proof that um, when you truly want to change you can do it yeah and sometimes I have people um that are a little bit on the fence they're like I'm not sure if this is going to work for me I'm not sure if this is the right program for me um and I'm and I always tell them if you do the work you're going to change it's always up to you if you're going to do it or not, because if you just expect to join a program and magically transform, yeah, well, then uh, good luck living like this for the rest of your life. It's not going to happen. And I think you're very quickly taking responsibility. One thing that I truly see in you is you've taken responsibility, not only within this program, but overall generally about your life. It clicked for you so fast even with that old job. And it's so funny. And I know we, we speak about that too. Like 
this happens to so many of my clients. Like <laughs> they join the program, like Annie, for example, Annie also quit her job, right? It, for some reason, it happens so much because, and this is not a bad thing, because what happens to many like you is like you realize your worth. You realize that you're amazing, that you have all of those incredible um qualities to share with the world to to truly have an impact and when you're in a position where the people around you if it's your work if it's your relationship if it's people around you in your life friends family if they don't see that in you but you see that in you it's so much harder to stay in that old place because you recognize I no longer want to be want to be treated that way like I know my worth I know I'm amazing I know I can do all of those things and if you don't see that well goodbye I don't need to keep trying to prove myself to you. And I know this happened to you, not only work-wise, but also in your personal life. There were many situations where you stepped into your power and you said, no longer, like no longer am I going to take some, or am I going to allow someone to take away the happiness that I feel within, the strength that I feel within, just because someone has a different opinion about me or the the journey I'm on, right? Yeah, I think as well, like, when we get caught up in life and caught up in friendships, relationships, jobs, whatever, we kind of forget to value our own opinion of ourselves. And I had totally forgotten that. And I honestly can't remember in the last 34 years when I actually did value my opinion on myself more than I valued the opinion of others around me. Um, And it's actually one of the first times where I think, no, you're wrong. Like, that's not me. That's not me as a person. Because some people think that in my life that they they still know me but they don't know me because I've changed I've grown like and I'm going to continue to grow and I think that if I don't if I didn't value my own opinion of myself I couldn't do that I couldn't you know turn around and say no you know what I'm not going to be like this anymore I'm going to work on that part of me because that's the part that I feel needs work and I'm going to do that now and I'm going to focus on that you know Plenty of people have asked me, so when are you going to get your next job? And I'm not telling many people that I'm not getting a job. I'm not going to go out to the job center and say, hey, can I have a job as a teacher? Because that's the only thing, unfortunately, in Germany right now that they'll probably give me. Um, Either that or work for a delivery service or something, you know. I don't want to do these jobs because I know I'm destined for something greater. And I believe that in myself. And I'm also manifesting it every single day. <laughs> so I know it's going to come. Um, but I couldn't have gotten to this point without these four months. Like this is, um, for me, the first point was losing weight. And I've come out gaining so much, so much knowledge, so much um, love for myself in my heart and my soul. Like I couldn't even imagine when I first started that this is where I would be after four months and this is how I would feel um so the biggest thing is to value your own opinion about yourself because that's the the biggest life changer of all just yeah just yesterday I spoke to to a lady who also told me that um the people around her don't give her the space to express herself freely, to really share what's going on. And that she feels like people only love her when she puts herself last. 
and when she takes care of everyone else, because that's what she has been known for, for so long. And I think what you said is like people in your life are going to think they know you because that's who you've been for so many years. Um, and once you change that, people are going to say, yes, you've changed, but they don't see that this is exactly the way that you needed to go. Because a lot of people are so self-focused, self-centered that they only think about their loss, about you changing, right? So people in your life, when you change and you outgrow people as well with your mindset, with the way that you think, with um, everything, it's so easy to outgrow people when you do the work that we do. And I know you've you've realized that as well. Um, of course, people around you are going to feel a little bit intimidated as well to a point because all of a sudden, Sophie comes up and shares her own opinion and she hasn't done it for so many years. So of course, people are going to be like, well, you've changed uh, that, that. Yeah, because I'm no longer letting you define me or letting you talk over me. Right. And I think that's one of the biggest um, biggest powers that we can hold within ourselves, because when we can truly say you, no matter what you say about me, I don't care. I know I value myself enough to go out there and do the things that are good for me. That's when no one can do you anything. And a lot of times we tend to blame external circumstances for our, um, for where we at, right? We blame the economy. We blame the people. We blame all of those things. And I've noticed this about yourself. That there was a huge shift in you where when you joined, there was, and it's a very normal thing. We all do that where we tend to blame situations, past people for the way that we are today. And I've seen that in you, that it's switched and that now you're no longer blaming, but you're open-minded to, to, to see, okay, what does this mean? But I'm no longer letting that define me and what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. I think as well, like my reactions to a lot of things and situations have been so over the top and angry and um it, it's easier to point the finger but if you're pointing the finger there is four more fingers pointing back at you so you have to really realize that in, unless you reflect on your own behavior and who you want to be um yeah there's no there's no room for growth you're not going to be able to grow so you really have to like the the doing the program really forced me to look in the mirror really forced me to say okay well especially the shadow work that was one of the most intense work that I've done um because you're putting blame onto someone well she's manipulative well that's actually something that was has been in you that you don't like about yourself and this is where it comes from where, why you see that in other people and I think um before you point any fingers point it at yourself look in the mirror and honestly do the work with with you and Annie because it's it's really a game changer so it's really something that really changes your pers perspective on life um and the other thing what you said that the other woman said to, uh, to you yesterday um if she's worried about or if anybody's worried about being selfish because people need them really take a look at 
they their behavior because they are actually being selfish in using your energy and i have i have gotten rid of some people in my life over the last four months that have drained my energy mm-hmm. because they were being selfish and i know that because i have been selfish in the past and i have used energy from other people and just because I have allowed that to happen to me doesn't mean I have to continue to allow it to happen it's okay to be selfish selfish has such a negative connotation but actually being selfish is incredibly healthy it's just the way you're selfish so mm. it's just the 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 way in which you you come across with your selfishness so it's yeah. it's not nice sometimes to be selfish but sometimes it's necessary and it was incredibly necessary for me to be selfish over the last four months. And it's not been easy sometimes for my husband, <laughs> but uh, he now sees the change and he's so proud of me as well of how far I've come. So I think really putting yourself in the center of your own universe is so important. And don't worry about letting all of those people down because if they love you and they need you in their life, they will allow you to be selfish. Mm-hmm. Now, as I'm listening to you, I know there's going to be people listening to this podcast and are going to be like, this is too much for me. I don't think I can do this work. I don't think um, I want to go that deep. I I don't think that, that, I don't think I need it. I don't think I need it. I think I'm in a good place. I just want to lose weight. That is it. Um, And I'm scared to see those things about myself. What would you say to someone with these thoughts? Um, there has been times throughout the, the program where I've also sat there and not wanted to continue with certain uh, methods because it's brought things out what has hurt me. Um, for example, the womb breathwork uh, that you did with us. Um, when I did that, it brought up... Uh, something in my past um I'm gonna be really brutally honest (laughs) I was raped at university so it brought that back and this was such a difficult thing for me to deal with um but something that has been present in my sex life ever since with different issues that have occurred um and the fact that I wasn't loving my body, I didn't appreciate my body. And doing that, I have continued to do this consistently. And I have healed something that has been really hurting me and it was so difficult to face. But once you face it and you come out the other side, I promise anyone that does it, any type of work they do with you, I promise you it's hard. But when you get the other side, it's so worth it because I feel so light. I feel like I could go skipping down the street with the dog for 10 hours and I would still have energy. Like it's, it's brought me into this kind of journey that's going to lead to this abundant life. And I think that if you allow these pains and blockages to stay inside, you're not going to get there 
where you would like to be, where you maybe look on Instagram and say, hey, I want to be like her. You won't get there. I would never have got to where I am today without dealing with it and facing things. And it's okay to face things. And it's really 100% okay to be vulnerable with you and Annie because, you know, the on Voxa, the podcasts that I've sent you, like 10, 11 minutes long of, you know, I'm upset today because of this and got a very good reply that made you think and, you know, write down in your journal. Um, it is difficult, but nothing in life that is worth it is easy. Nothing. So if you want something, if you want to lose weight and you want to, to have, you know, all this freedom in your, in your head and in your life, you have to do the hard work first because if it was easy, everyone would do it, you know? And yeah. I, I believe that you have to do that in order to move forward. Mm. Exactly. Because that's why what I, what I shared with the biggest loser example those people didn't do it and they actually ended up being more miserable afterwards, even though they achieved the number on a scale or whatever it is that they, yeah. that they wanted. Um, I do think one thing um, that stands out is the biggest hurdle is starting it. Cause once you're in it, it's not that hard as most people think. It's really the start. It's, it's jumping over that hurdle of trusting yourself enough that you can do it. Because yeah. the difference between doing this work on your own and just saying, okay, well, okay, whatever. I just listened to this podcast and I'm just going to buy a book about this is that you don't have anyone next to you guiding you through it, asking you questions, supporting you through this, holding the space for you. Um, of course, yes, you could do this on your own, but there's there will only be a limit for you. And it's so much easier to fall back into old habits, especially also because I generally wouldn't recommend um, having your partner, seeing your partner as a therapist substitution or the coach substitution or someone else in your life that knows you and is your friend. Don't ever put the burden on them that they're supposed to heal you, that they're supposed to help you. And that's when you said like the very first call that we had, you felt the space where you could express yourself fully and you cried and you allowed yourself to just be there. Um, even though, yes, I was just a stranger. The fact that you energetically shifted into a space where you said like, I'm gonna allow myself to fall for a second and take the power back and do this work that Jess is telling me and Annie is telling me, that's when everything started to change. And it's usually just really a mindset block that most people have. Physically, there's not a lot of work that you really have to do. It's, it's something that needs to shift in your mind. And if you're listening to this and you're like, how am I going to create that shift? Well, I'm sure you would probably also say the same, just book a call and be like, okay, what, what does Sophie mean with whatever she said? <laughs> because of yeah. course, if you don't know this yourself, you, you don't know what, what, what she really means. Um, 
but yeah, there's just so much. I, I love this conversation so much and I could go on for another three hours, I think, with you. Um, and I already told you multiple times how proud I am of you and how wonderful it has been. And it still is for me to really, for everyone that's listening, if you would have seen Sophie four months ago and Sophie, yes, you would be like, that is a complete different person sitting in front of me. And I truly, truly mean it. Um, and I know you feel that inside of you too. And it's just so wonderful to see what's possible. And for everyone listening, I want you to believe that it's possible for you too, that you, that it's right there for you available to really create the change in your life. And I know Sophia, um, you've achieved so much already, but as a last question, I would love for you to share with us what. What else do you want to work on in the future? Um, like the top goal that I've written down is to continue the way I'm going because I'm on such a, a high from, from the program that I know that I can continue doing this um, and to be consistent with the methods that we've been, we've been learning. Um, obviously, I still have the goal of losing a little bit more weight but it's not uh pressure anymore so that's like incredible um yeah and I want to change my career and I want to uh yeah I want to put my business ideas down on paper and I've already started writing a business plan and I just want to go for my life and what I deserve and what is on my vision board that's posted all over my house um and achieve that and um yeah it's I think it's uh to continue to believe in myself and know that um the power is in with me in inside of me and just to let it out and show everybody this is now me um because I think some people need to get to know me again and uh, yeah. yeah I'm excited for the future now which before I could never have said, you know, I was not excited. I was dreading every day getting out of bed and now I jump up and I'm fine. I walk my dog for over an hour. I'm happy outside. You know, it's just a fresh, a fresh life, you know, mm -hmm. it's turn the page to the next, next chapter. And yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm so excited for you. And I can't wait to keep, you know, being by your side and seeing, like seeing you continue creating this life for yourself where you feel aligned with your values, with who you are and coming from a place of total acceptance and self-love and um, trust, trust in yourself that you can do this. What would you say to someone who's listening to this and is a little bit on the fence of like, should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? What would you say to them? Um, book your first call right now. It's not even a, there should never be a point where somebody is questioning whether to invest in themselves. And I think you said that to me as well on my first call, like, trust yourself to it and love yourself enough to invest in yourself and understand that this program it's not you will lose weight you will 
get nutrition, you will feel good. You will be able to learn to sync your cycle, you know, all of the kind of uh, scientific things behind everything. Um, you will learn all of that. But what's so intensely amazing is that you will learn so much about yourself and the power that you've got within you. And it's just ready to, to burn and come out. Um, so definitely book your first call and yeah, and have a great four months because it's, it's going to change your life. Thank you so much, Sophie. It was so wonderful having you on this podcast. And I'm sure everyone that listened to this really enjoyed the episode as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If Sophie inspired you to go on your own transformation as well, go into the link in the show notes, apply to the program. Let's connect and let's get you started. Other than that, as always, I have so much love for you. I appreciate you so much that you're around. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the year and I will talk to you very soon.